0: What's up guys, welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades, so uh, glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 141 and uh, this is quite possibly the most exciting trading day that i've had <clears throat> in recent times and if you're wondering what the reason for that is make sure that you listen to the entire episode because uh you know if if i can get it out properly if i if i do not mess up if i do my job properly i'll hopefully be able to convey that excitement and that you know adrenaline rush that was there during the day uh via this episode if that does not happen, then uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll very conveniently blame it on uh, me being sleepy or me having a cold or something like that. So jokes apart, make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of the episodes if you choose to listen to them at a speed you are comfortable at, whether it's 1.5x, 2x or literally any other speed that you can imagine. Additionally, I just wanted to thank Subhash Aurora, uh, who who very kindly tweeted at me uh, yesterday once i had posted my episode that hey you you've you've, uh, you've you've named the episode incorrectly and uh, hey, i really appreciate it because I, I was i was on autopilot at that time so i did not realize it uh, realize it while posting so i again really appreciate it thanks for letting me know and uh, anyone like literally you can always let me know if i if i end up making silly mistakes like those i I really appreciate them as i said and uh yeah without any further ado let's get started i've already hyped the market quite a lot for you guys and um if, if you've been trading or if you've traded today of course you know that the market was worthy of being hyped at least the second half and the bit that followed the second half as well so yeah let's see how it went so following the cabinet meeting today there there were just a ton of news items which uh, would have quite likely had an effect on the market it seemed that uh, in the initial fall uh, was possibly because you know people were expecting it to be less than ideal but then we had that 100% foreign involvement not a problem for air india sale we had the cabinet approving the merger of 10 public sector banks into four entities and such. They also did some some changes to uh, the Companies Act uh, or something, which I can, which I can read here. So overall, those things definitely did have an impact. And uh, I'm assuming that a huge chunk of what of the mo- uh, of the movements that we saw was related to this news-based you know uh, thing, because overall, all things considered, we definitely had a massive surge in the number of COVID-19 cases confirmed in India. And, uh, you know, historically speaking, when I say historically, of course, it's one week ago, uh, but it's it's not really been a very positive uh, piece of news. So, despite all that, making such a beautiful recovery is no joke. And uh, I I'd personally attribute it almost entirely to, um, you know, that that news push. Because while it was at a technical level, as we'll see in a bit, Uh, you know all things considered it it really was that momentum boost that it required and this is not just uh, you know valid for Nifty the broad market index this is also valid for a lot of stocks which is why I'm mentioning it here instead of mentioning it in the next segment because I at least saw Tata Steel doing very very well all things considered after that little news was announced so that's why I thought I'd mention it here As far as our regular FIDI data is concerned, we're looking at minus minus 2.4 thousand crore FI selling and 3,135 crore positive DI. So, DI's were again the buyers and the FI's were the sellers again. I really don't know what's happening, what's cooking here, but uh, that's what we've been seeing three days consistently non-stop. As far as the ADR is concerned, we're looking at 0.37 being the ADR, 511 gainers for the day 1384 losers for the day interestingly the number of unchanged securities are down by almost 50 so it's just 87 right now i think the number was 132 or something yesterday so that's a very reasonable very substantial and a very significant uh change and i'm assuming most of those are towards the losing side possibly uh you know that covid19 increase in india or even that companies act change that they've done apparently today uh, might have been one of the reasons uh you know a key driver for that change that we're seeing on the fidi side and yeah i mean that that's pretty much it as far as what we're seeing on the fidi and volume front are concerned uh the market cap seems to have dropped quite a bit uh yesterday it was at 29 something today is at 27 something uh, not really a positive sign, but then today, of course, the markets a- as a whole were uh, were down. So that's kind of excusable when you think about it that way. And as far as some of my observations are concerned, the number one observation that I, that I had or rather observed uh, during the day is when I was looking at the call, when I was looking at the future, and when I was looking at the spots, you know, price charts, I noticed that The indicators and the moving averages and such were very well coinciding with, you know, the moving averages and levels and such for uh, the other sort of derivatives and the underlying. So, for example, if a call had, uh, you know, a certain fib level or a certain resistance at at a particular level, the the underlying or the future you know depending on what you would be looking at would also have at least some sort of a level at that area which is very interesting because typically you know they ultimately do move sort of independently despite one being based off of the other but there's always some amount of independence to the to the movements and despite all that we had for example the 50 moving average of uh, of nifty really nicely coinciding with a fib level of the future which is uh, an interesting thing that i observed I, I mean if if they were not moving independently you would, have, you would have expected you know both 50 ma's to be at the same or similar level uh, but again that's not what we saw so this is a very interesting thing that i observed because uh, you know i often say that you know the price of the calls and such will move to some extent very differently to how the spot will move because you might notice the spot going up and the price of the call not moving you might noticing you might notice the price of the calls going up but the spot isn't moving and today what we saw is that there was a very distinct link between the two so while it sounds sort of weird and obvious uh it really isn't when you consider how the prices were moving at that range which is again what's most important so a lot of these things will really make a lot of sense when you're actually looking at the chart and you're looking at it happening in real time Uh, because a lot of these things I mean even if you're looking at certain indicators and moving averages and such after the move has happened you know if you're looking at it one one week after your analysis period then everything will look textbook and perfect however when you're actually going through it it'll look just so much different Uh, It is, it is, trust me, it is not even funny because you, you might think that uh, a certain moving average is giving a resistance, but if the prices continue going up, then you'll be, you know, you, you'll be fooled because it it will automatically almost appear like a support and uh, you'll be like, Hey, you know, literally three days ago, it was showing me something completely different. Now it's completely different. So all that happens a lot, which is why looking at these things in real time making these observations in real time is a lot more important than just doing your back testing because ultimately all of this is what uh, you know the live markets are about and I know I went off on a bit of a tangent there uh, but it's another point that I wanted to cover so I'm glad that that was covered as well now as far as what I saw during the day is concerned again you know sort of coming back to the observations that we have in this segment I noticed that there was a lot of selling pressure overall i mean we were we were seeing uh the buyers sort of holding out or at least backing out of uh of their positions very easily clearly they were the price takers here, not the price makers if you will and uh that continued again till that cabinet meeting thing was over and then pretty much in the second half we saw uh you know we saw the market skyrocketing upwards or at least nifty skyrocketing upwards so that's another observation that i have for today and yeah i mean very interesting as far as the trading goes you know when you're actually trading in such markets i feel that while on the face of it one may think that you know there is a there is a distinct similarity between what we saw yet, uh, last week and what we're seeing this week in terms of how negative things are that is very easily dismissed when you think about just how decisive the day's movements were and the day's movements have been these past two days because trust me last week the indications that the market was giving were not nearly as decisive as what they are today and as what they were yesterday so last week the market in my opinion or at least for me was very difficult to trade in this week it is it is far far better And I'm not just saying that because I'm making money, because trust me, I've lost a lot, uh, you know, comparatively, like very similar amounts last week and this week. So it's not because I'm making money this week that I'm telling that, hey, you know, this week is easier. I just I just get that feeling because a lot of these moves are far, far more decisive and predictable than what we were seeing last week. So that is a very important point uh, to note. And I feel it's it's one of the key takeaways uh, that I've had so far. Anyway, uh, 8 minutes and 50 seconds or so is quite a lot for the very first proper segment. So let's move to the indices now. We're seeing Nifty closing at 11,251. It's down 52.3 points, which let's be honest is not a lot, especially when we consider that it was trading around 11 below 11,100 if I remember correctly. Let me just check. Uh, all right, so the low for the day was 11082. So clearly it was trading below 11100 at a point. Now it is above 11200 as well. So that's clearly a very positive sign. And if you ask me, uh, as far as how you know the other indices fared, literally all of them are in the red. Let me be very, uh, you know, let me be very upfront about that. And even when we're talking about sectoral indices, we we just see IT doing well, Pharma doing well, Pharma possibly because of Pfizer. Uh, 13% up if I remember correctly because again as I said yesterday their group company their parent company announced that they found a compound which will possibly help cure coronavirus so going by that trend today of course the fixed income indices are up because typically they follow a very negative correlation like an inverse relationship so that's what we're seeing right now As far as how Nifty, you know, the stocks of Nifty performed, we're looking at 22 advances and 28 declines, which is a fair ratio if you ask me. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, we're looking at it at 28,653. It's down a massive 523 points. And with the low being um, 28,125, it's a massive range that we're seeing. In fact, with the previous close being uh, 29 177 and the high for today being at 29 273 that gives uh, you know that gives bank nifty an almost 1000 point range for the day so uh, you know that that just means that there were 1000 points at least to be earned today so that's how I'm reading it and uh, at least because there there were many like smaller movements within that 1000 as well uh but that's what i make from it which is a very very sweet deal if you ask me so uh that's 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 what i'm looking at on the face of it as far as the ADR of bank nifty is concerned just two advances and uh, the remaining 10 were declines so obviously that's because there was some amount of news based uh news based effect as well but uh, that that's what we're seeing with bank nifty now coming to the intraday analysis for nifty and i feel this is very important Because I just mentioned that the way the markets have been moving this week is far different than how they've been moving last week. And I feel the number one reason and number one way in which they're deferring this time is because the movements are just so much more decisive. And what I mean by this is if you look at the charts, you will see that there are just so many spinning tops and so many uh, other similar candlestick patterns that we're seeing which make our job far simpler uh, than, you know, just relying on a bunch of indicators and I'm literally just looking at a plain pure price chart and I can very clearly see that day before yesterday is, uh, you know, just above the swing swing low is where today it took support. I can also see the individual levels where it faced certain resistances and certain supports and such. In fact, right before the massive drop, the massive plummet, the massive crash that we saw during the day, intraday, we can see that the previous candle was a very, very clear uh, doji. So it's, it's all very decisive in that sense. And that's why I said that, you know, the markets are very different uh, now than they were like literally one week ago. So that was my reasoning for that. As far as the daily chart for, bank, uh, for Nifty is concerned, not Bank Nifty, for, da- uh, for Nifty is concerned, we're looking at that consolidation still holding true. Again, it is at that trend line that we were talking about. Unfortunately, I'm looking at it on my laptop, so I don't have that trend line, but I know roughly where the price is. So it's it's at that mark again, as I said and uh, judging by what we're seeing on the daily uh, candle like literally today's candle it's it's kind of clear that it has seen some very very crazy support at lower levels and that's a, that's again a positive sign even though uh, you know the open for the day was you know much above uh, the close and it was a negative day overall the kind of support that we've seen on lower levels and at lower levels is just is, is it's amazing pretty much so that's my uh view on nifty again it's it's a bit hard to say how it'll move tomorrow because a lot can happen overnight and uh, that's why i've i've refrained from giving my overnight view or a swing view uh so far unless we're talking about you know a general sense of where i feel the prices are but you know, there, considering that support, there is a chance that we see, uh, you know, risk paravis is the term everyone uses in economics, Every all else being equal. Ceteris paravis there is a chance we see something good happening tomorrow because of that support that we're seeing. So that's, that's completely my opinion. Again, no indicators or anything, just looking at the charts alone. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance that this is wrong as well. So I'll give you that disclaimer as well. And uh, now coming to Bank Nifty, of course a much much larger movement uh, than nifty at 1000 points which is it's pretty eye watering if you think about it now bank nifty was not as decisive as nifty was in terms of the chart patterns alone which is why uh, it's a bit it's a bit difficult to just say very decisively purely going by uh, purely going by the naked chart which is why uh, you know y- you really ultimately it'll all depend on supports and resistances But the clarity of those supports and resistances is is far lesser in uh, Bank Nifty as I'm seeing compared to Nifty. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Apart from that, overall, certain movements were obviously very, very similar. As far as the daily chart is concerned, we're seeing it take support from pretty much textbook 50% FIB level. It's at 28109. The low for the day was 28125. So just a few points here and there is where it took support. So very, um, you know, very neat support in that respect. And again, the the individual candle pattern of today is very similar to what we're seeing with Nifty, which means that it has a lot of support at lower levels. And uh, whether that, that sort of translates to a positive day tomorrow or not depends on so many more factors uh, that it's best to just react. As I said, this is something that I spoke about yesterday as well and literally just a few minutes ago. So make sure that we are on the same page about that and yeah, that's my view on Nifty and Bank Nifty. Now tomorrow of course is going to be a weekly expiry so we can expect either a flat or a range bound day from what we've seen or a very wild day and uh, that's that's typically how it's been uh, so far and uh, again be extra cautious on these uh, on these expiry days because you never know if you're a long option. Uh, buyer then then you might just end up getting your option down to zero and if your view is not proper if your timing is not proper so make sure that you are extra cautious tomorrow and yeah with that let's move to my trades. Today was quite possibly the most textbook day or rather it could have been the most textbook day for me but I'm glad that it wasn't and the reason why it wasn't is because of a very stupid mistake that i made and this is one, this is the kind of mistake that you really can't blame anyone or any service to make and uh, the reason why why i'm being so hard on myself is because literally yesterday i had mentioned that it's extremely important to be very aggressive with your profits with taking profits and and just moving on so that is something that I feel very, very badly at today. And the reason why I'm saying that is because literally around breakfast time, I was getting a decent res- return. I was getting a more than a decent return for a call at that time, but I did not take it. I was like, hey, you know, it's going up. The market's going up. Why not let my profits run? As that very famous saying goes, let your profits run, cut your losses short. So I thought, you know, I'd make, I let, I'd let my profits run and literally within a matter of 15 minutes or less my position completely reversed the amount that i saw in the green was in the red so really really an, not an ideal thing to happen and uh, of course me being me uh not following my own advice i was like all right let's see it has some support so i'll wait it out and such Ultimately, I had to exit it once it was far out of the money. and if you know anything about options, you know that far out of the money means that you are making a massive loss. so i I took a big hit on that. Then I was like, you know i'll I'll try to I'll try to re-enter into the position. I'll try to recover at least part of the losses that I made. and uh, you know that's when I got into another call. So when I did get into that other call, I I ended up making losses as well, so I was like, man, you know, everything's over. What is this happening? And then I I felt that the market had corrected enough, which is why I re-entered into a call, and that is when the market actually just shot up, and that is that is how, uh, you know, I was able to save the day because not only did I break even, I also ended the day in a very mild positive uh, PNL. So very super psyched about that the first call was 11 300 strike the second call was 11 100 strike and the third call was 11 200 strike so uh, i might have entered into 11 300 twice which is why i said four calls but that is how it went again single lot each no multiple lots but that's what i saw it was very crazy very you know incredible learning experience uh in my opinion so definitely one of the best um, trading days i've had so far not in terms of the pnl but purely in terms of how the experience was so let's move to my lesson okay so my lesson for the day is a bit of a weird one because it really is not a popular uh, you know popular thing to say because a lot of people say that hey you should be very um very satisfied with your losses and such But I'm someone who looks at things slightly differently because that's that again disclaimer. That's how I work. I know how I work Uh, You know how you work best. So don't just blindly base your uh, you know stuff off of mine Put some thought into it first, but yeah I mean a lot of people say that you should gracefully accept losses and that is correct You should gracefully accept losses in the way that you should not let those losses bother you but in my case, it's, it's slightly different from what I've observed. And the reason why I'm saying this as a lesson is because this is literally what helped me break even today. And literally halfway through, like I believe this must have been at around 2 p.m. or so, I thought that there is literally no way uh, that I'm going to be able to break even unless something, some like legit magic happens. Even then, how will I catch the move? and these thoughts are very common i'm sure we've all you know we've all had these at at some point or another or you know possibly we still have these but i know i do but i i I realized one thing that you know I've, i've always thought this way and it has never worked out so why don't i make a conscious decision to just stop thinking that way and just keep my focus on one thing recovering as much as possible trying every single thing in my power to make sure that i end the day it as as less in the red as possible and that is why i took i took some very risky trades today i won't lie but those were all calculated risks and it is because of that reason and that reason alone that i ended up breaking even like more than breaking even today because for literally for the trades that I had to take I had to exit part of my holdings and every time I do that I feel a little pinched because I'm like oh god had I not had I not made those losses earlier I would not have had to do that and today I felt that even more because I had to exit more than I normally do and you know when when it finally did not work out like literally at that 1 to 2 p.m mark I was I was extremely distraught of course i was like you know this is just this is part of the process sure but it really is not too pleasant and that is what was going on in my mind i had mentally accepted that today was a negative day for me and tomorrow will be better but then something sort of you know awakened in me or woke up and i'm like hey you know that is not how things should be Today is still not over, there's definitely, the market is going to move in some way or the other. It can't go range bound or it can't go sideways for one and a half hour. Probably won't go sideways for one and a half hour, especially because it's just fallen this much. So even if it is going to go up by even 50 points, if the option even goes up by 10 rupees, then it's, it's completely worth getting into because at least I'll reduce my uh, loss for the day. And that is exactly what I did, knowing full well that there is a chance that I might just increase my losses because a lot of the times we're so focused on the gains that we may make that we completely ignore the losses that may uh, happen. And as a result, in the process of, you know, cutting down those losses in the process of recovering those gains, we end up making even more losses. So I was very well aware of that. And despite all that, I was like, hey, you know, it has to be done. And the setup looked right. I thought of it in a very calm manner, and I was able to, you know, thankfully recover all of it and then some. So that is, again, that's possibly the biggest lesson that I've had so far, and it's it's really a good feeling, of course. But I'm hoping that uh, this this will help me in the future in the way that I, I let I let I let losses just be a part of it rather than letting them overpower my trading days because one loss on one trade should not affect the rest of your trades on that day and you should you should really make sure that it doesn't happen otherwise one loss and you will not be in the mood to trade that's that's something which is very negative so that's that's my lesson for the day and that's also it for this episode so i hope you found this helpful and informative in the process of recording this episode, I ended up uh, forgetting to switch off the pump. As a result, it's 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 probably uh, you know it it it, it just it's a terrible thing to happen. But I t- end up being quite forgetful when I record these, so that was just a little side note, something I wanted to include. But anyway, that's it for this episode, and I hope you found this helpful and informative as always. Happy trading tomorrow! It being a weekly expiry. Uh, let's, let's make some reasonable and, uh, <laughs> decent gains and yeah, see you in the next one.